Hello, welcome back to the show. That's Kent and the steering team for you. Here we are, back at it again. Uh, as always, you're joined by Drew, Bianca, Phil. Unfortunately, there's no Kent here. He's gone to join the Rose Such a Clatter company. Anyway, on with the show. Team, how are we? I like what you did there. Yes. We're good. <laughs> I am well. I don't understand that reference. It's from a Santa movie. Claus, the Santa Claus, yes. the Santa Claus. The movie that made me think that Santa Claus had an E at the end of it for the longest time. Oh yeah, I stuffed up in English a few <laughs> times at school for that one. Yeah, it's not, I, thought, didn't, I didn't realize it was Klaus. I thought it was Claus, as yep. in the clause, as in the last line of a contract. Claus, like the Santa Claus. Yes. Anyway, yes. on the show, on this edition of the show, we're going to jump straight into some Disney, Disney news because Disney had a thing, and that thing has happened, and that thing's exciting. That Drew and Bianca have been trying to talk about it for the last probably five minutes or so. Yep. I only exposed. just found about, out about it five minutes yeah, well, ago. you just found out about I it. I jumped on Twitter. You jumped. Yep. Up, you just found out about it. You jumped on Twitter. You started seeing things, and you started wanting to talk about said things, and couldn't because I said I said save it for the show. Don't tell me about it. But both of you guys kept doing the thing like this, where you're like, "Oh my god!" And Drew's like, "Yeah, I know." And then you're like, "It's yeah." And then it's gonna—I know where it's gonna go. And Drew's yep. like, "I know exactly what you're talking about." And I was like, "What the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> Save it for the show." So here we are, team. Let's talk about it on the show. So Disney had a shareholder meeting this morning, or, or the investors meeting, whatever they call it, and they made a few announcements. And a few is putting it mildly. They made a ridiculous amount of fantastic announcements for their upcoming slates across the board. Now, some of the stuff we we kind of knew about or we knew some rumblings, but this is the first big confirmations of a lot of upcoming um, shows, films, services, just general updates for Disney over the next few years. Now, Bianca, at an absolute glance, would you say good or would you say bad? I would say I'm very excited because I just saw the Marvel stuff. I haven't seen anything else yet. So, yeah, I think it's good. Okay. And Drew? I'm ridiculously excited because I've gone a little step further. I've looked at all the stuff that's been put out. I've also looked at any and all trailers, uh, pictures, previews, everything, and it's leaving me dumbfounded for how this much content is on its way in what appears to be a relatively short amount of time. Yeah, like it's like they it's like COVID just made them all work really hard to announce yeah. shit. Yeah. It's but it's like they've they've gone into overdrive. Give us a let, let's start somewhere. Where should do you suggest we start, Drew? Should we start with maybe Star Wars so we can block our ears and not listen? Because Bianca might not want to find out about this stuff. Oh, yeah. that's true. You can block your ears and, and you can say la la la. Or you can put my... No, let's not put my... I can tune out there. for a sec. Okay. That's going to be interesting. You, you tune out. Um, well, I mean, it's really hard to, to explain. No, no, just explain it. That's fine. Okay, so Lucasfilm have announced... Roll away. <laughs> ...a few new series. Kicking off with Rangers of the New Republic a new original series set within the timeline of The Mandalorian. In addition, they have also announced another new original series, Ahsoka, starring Rosario Dawson and set within the timeline of The Mandalorian. I don't know who that is, but that's awesome. That sounds like it's going to be really exciting. So for Star Wars fans, that's 
a really big deal because Ahsoka was the main character of the Clone Wars cartoon series. No, I didn't know that. No, I've seen pictures of her, though. And they are... Um, I've seen pictures of they her. They utilise... I'm trying to be really delicate about how I explain all this. I'm assuming that Bianca knows bits and pieces of what's going on here, but I'm trying not to say too much. Except that there will be a series. Yes. Yes. That's understanding. Um, in addition to this, we were also already very aware that a fan favorite character from Rogue One, Cassian Andor, was getting his own series. Yeah. We got the first trailer today. That's exciting. We're going to have to watch that after the show. It looks damn good. He was such an interesting character, and it looks like we're essentially getting precisely what we wanted. The kind of adventures that you assumed he went on that led to Rogue One. Um, are we having the same actor return? We are. Good, okay, good. Now, here's one of the biggies. This was one This of the, one I know, I just was reading over your shoulder. This is one of the first pieces of information that I read when I tuned into all this of this I, today. Hold on, this I just actually find so gratifying, because I think after his entirely bum career, he deserves this. I agree. I agree completely. So, we got the first logo for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. <laughs> Along with a little bit of information, the series will begin 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. And in addition to Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen will be returning as Vader. The look on Philip's face right now. (laughs) That is so cool. So, like, I think, I don't, I think that, so from, from what I read of the original way that the, final Star Wars trilogy was going to go, Hayden Christensen was supposed to come back. Yeah. In the series, in the yeah. film series. Yeah. But yeah. because the movie went so off, the, the trilogy went so many different directions and made no sense. I didn't <laughs> like that trilogy. I'm not going to lie. The more I watch it, because I watched it again recently, I'm like, why? Bianca, Bianca, anyway. No, no, no. Can I just say to that point, I totally, I don't agree entirely because I did enjoy it, but I'm so disappointed that that was the the... The following on trilogy. No, that, so, so I many, enjoyed so it. There was, there was parts of it that I was like, this is great and I love it. But this, as a complete story, mm. didn't work. No, it's such awesome. a reset of a story in so many ways. It, it's, it's really like... Rather than finishing it, it was a reboot. Exactly. And it should have been... Because exactly. the movies were trilogies within a trilogy. Mm. It was the past, the present and the future. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yep. except this one was... This was supposed to be the future continuation of the original mm. story. But it wasn't. But me. it wasn't. It was just a reboot, and I didn't yep. appreciate it. Yep. Um, But if it was on itself, I, by itself, I could have been like, yeah, that's a great story. But mm. Because it was a continuation, I didn't enjoy it. But anyway, but Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader... He deserves this. That's I'm, just I'm so proud news. of him because he wasn't as bad as everyone makes out. The, the the first trilogy was made in this Shakespearean kind of way, and mm. Hayden okay. Christensen just played his heart out for it. And no, but can we say yeah. that? Can we say though that? Um, like, I totally agree that I think George Lucas didn't do as good a job as he should have or could have. Mind you, I think the end of um, number three is probably one of the being a fan of the original trilogy, trilogy of Star Wars. Um, the final scenes of Revenge of the Sith, probably one of the saddest moments in Star Wars because you know exactly where it's going. You just like, yeah. you know the future, and it's just so heartbreaking to know that that's where kind of 
it, like that's that's the scene before the the, the original. Yeah. Movie. But see, but um, to Hayden Christensen, um, I think along with the actor that played who played Anakin as a kid, Jake Lloyd. Yeah, they're probably some of the worst actors in the history of the world. They did such a bad <laughs> job of acting. Would to see to see like the scenes where he's talking to Padme and he's like, Padme, I love you. I'm gonna act really good, but he can't. He's probably <laughs> one of the worst actors I've ever seen. So I'm incredibly I, excited that they're bringing him back as Vader. I'm also terrified that his terrible acting is going to ruin this because if you think of the original trilogy, oh sorry, if you think of the prequel trilogy, I think that the key from that is bad acting before bad writing, bad special effects, bad storytelling. It's bad acting. Okay, is can the we primary just like early two thousands CGI is mm-hmm. just the worst CGI in the world. Exactly, yeah. but to, but the, for me to say that acting is the number one thing I take <laughs> away from that bad acting. Jesus Christ, I'm telling you something really key about those trilo- that trilogy. That's it. I and don't Hayden think, Christensen did that. I don't think Hayden Christensen is necessarily a bad actor. He I just did think a bad job in acting. He didn't do the best job in certainly episode two. Episode three, I I, I feel think like episode three was bag. a bit better. Well, three. If I'm if I'm counting my mm. order of favorite Star Wars movies, Revenge of the Sith probably sits at number two for me. After Revenge Empire. of the Sith is excellent, but I still think that the bad acting makes me yeah fair find it so hard to watch that. Trilogy. Totally fair. Do you know what the worst part of that movie is? And we've gone completely off topic. When you find out what happened to all the Jedi, the children. Mm. Ooh. That scene. I think. How old were we when that movie came out? Thirteen. That was in 2005 it came out. Yeah, that scene broke me as a child. Mm. I was just like, damn. I didn't watch it as a child because I was so, um, was it disenfranchised? Yeah. By the acting and the storytelling that I just didn't bother watching it till about four years ago. No, we oh, watched... Wow. Um, yeah, because I couldn't, because I knew that, I knew what I was missing out on and I really wanted to finish it. I was never able to finish the original trilogy because I could not stand Hayden Christensen. I remember going to the cinema for it. So as a tradition, as a tradition... Me and my family, we always go to the midnight sessions for all the mm. Star Wars. Yeah. So I've seen all of them in the cinema. Clone Wars, Wars is probably the worst film that has ever been made out of any Star Wars film ever made in the history of Star Wars films. It you mean the animated the, Clone Wars movie? I'm talking about Clone Wars movie as in Attack of the Clones. Oh, okay. Attack of the Clones, which is I meant to say, um, is probably the hardest, most boring, dullest, least interesting movie of all the Star Wars movies that have ever been made, and that is why I struggled to watch the next one, Revenge of the Sith, because I was so terrified about how bad could it be if this is the middle one. We've gone from shit to shitter, what comes next, and I couldn't do it. But then it turns out we went into next levels. Brilliant. Well, thankfully, the Clone Wars animated series is significantly better, and on that topic, I am segueing us back on track. Yes, please, continue. The next announcement is a follow-on series to The Clone Wars called Star Wars The Bad Batch. Is it going to be cartoon again or is it going to be live action now? Cartoon. Okay, cool. Cartoon and it directly follows on from The Clone Wars with a, well, The Bad Batch Arthur will of Clone definitely Troopers. be looking forward to this. Arthur oh, yeah. loves Clone Wars. You know, I've never, actually, really I've never actually sat down and watched The Clone Wars. The cartoon, the I haven't series. either. I've never watched it. And I feel bad because I reckon it's probably much better than a lot of It apparently is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I've, I agree. I've watched bits and pieces and I really like it, mm. but I would love to sit and properly But is there a thrill. lot of it? There is. And I can't be bothered watching a lot of it. There's like six seasons of it or something. I can't bother about that so much. Um, okay, so... You'll rewatch The Office again. <laughs> the Office is different. <laughs> That's such an easy watch. Because No, because it's live action. I, can, I struggle to kind of... The Simpsons yeah. is probably the only cartoon show that I could binge watch. Beside, and mm. old Simpsons. Um, 
in terms Futurama. of cartoon, yeah, in between in terms of cartoons though, I struggle because I don't care yeah. about it so much because it doesn't feel as real. Fair yeah, enough. So. Um, we'll we'll move a little quicker through the rest of the Star Wars stuff because there is a lot to get through mm-hmm. still. Star Wars Visions, an original series of animated short films, celebrates the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese anime creators. I would not look forward to Studio that. Studio Ghibli, get Studio Ghibli on board. Now, next up, <laughs> the galaxy's favourite scoundrel, Lando Calrissian, will return in Lando, a brand new event series for Disney+. Plus. Um, Justin Simeon is in the early stages of developing the project. We have no idea about anything else to do with that. So we don't know if it's young or old Lando. Glover, we don't know if Donald it could be Glover. both of them. I or... hope it's Donald Glover. Oh, it would be so good if they did flashbacks. I'd love it to be both of them with flashbacks because the end of The Rise of Skywalker led you to believe that Lando could go on one last adventure. Yeah. Well, actually, so I'd be really I, keen I thought to see that, that they were trying to tee up a movie between him and the chick whose name I can't remember. Yeah. The one that, for some reason, everyone thought might be his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, what's her face? The chick on um, Endor. Everyone thought, and everyone thought that that could be his daughter because she was black as well. So, therefore, we all just went, like, semi-racist and went, yeah, they're black characters. <laughs> Probably. But I remember, like, every, every Reddit being a buzz. Like, well, they, they, also, <laughs> they also annoyingly kind of somewhat alluded, potentially, maybe yeah. a little bit, but didn't do anything more than that and let us kind of just be racist. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right, next up. Leslie Hay- Leslie Headland brings a new Star Wars series to Disney Plus with The Acolyte. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Sounds interesting enough. Uh, Lucasfilm Animation is teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team Industrial Light and Magic to develop a special Star Wars adventure for Disney Plus a droid story. This epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by R2-D2 and C-3PO. Now we're moving into the rest of the Lucasfilm projects. Oh, I can't believe they're bringing back Willow. Yep. <laughs> Willow, an original series from Lucasfilm starring Warwick Davis with pilot directed by John M. Chu is coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Willow Willow genuinely gave me, like, nightmares as a child. Willow Willow was a very weird Lucasfilm, and did the Jim Henson Company have something to do with that? I think so. I think it was, like, this weird... It's it's a weird sort of fantasy adventure movie with Warwick Davis. I've never fully watched it. Is Warwick Davis dressed as Warwick Davis, or is he unfortunately once again in a costume? No, no, it's Warwick Davis. It's Warwick Davis as Warwick Davis. Um, right. I've just never, yeah. like, we used to have it at home on VHS. Yeah. And it just genuinely, I didn't like it, the, the cover of it. It scared me. Yep. And so I never watched it. Um, okay, so while you're doing your Willow research, Lucasfilm is in pre-production on the next installment of Indiana Jones. Still haven't watched the first three. Or four. Four. <laughs> At the helm is Sorry, James Drew. Mangold. I'll make for Bianca. I'll oh, yeah. Make, I'll make it we'll sit and watch them all yeah. together. Yeah. At the helm you is James Mangold, director of Logan and Ford versus Ferrari. Indy himself, Harrison Ford, will be back to continue his iconic character's journey. The adventure arrives July 2022. Now, I've read in addition to this, Kathleen Kennedy did state on stage, it is the last Indy movie. This would and so be, was the third one. So was the third one, but so they've the unequivocally one. said this is the fourth one was the meant end. to be the last one with him, and was yep. meant to be a moving on to Shia LaBeouf. Yep. But then Shia LaBeouf became 
and Chris Pratt and Chris Pratt signed. Um, Chris Pratt couldn't do the Uncharted films. Yep. Because he signed on to be the next Indiana Jones. Yep. So what the hell is going on with? This? <laughs> okay. Next up, uh, Tommy Adeyemi's New York Times best-selling novel *Children of Blood and Bone* is being developed by Lucasfilm in partnership with 20th Century Studios. This coming-of-age adventure follows a young African girl's quest to restore magic to her forsaken people, the Meiji. Okay, I have to tell you, I'm dyslexic and I'm reading it from back here, and all I saw was magic to her foreskin. Look, <laughs> we'd all watch that too. So long as the Lucasfilm logo pops up at the beginning, I don't think we care. A I brand- do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's one that Wait, gets what's, us excited. What's Lucasfilm's intro music? Because I'm just used to it having 20th Century Fox music over it. It, it doesn't. It's just silent. No, I shouldn't think you should have something to sound. A brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker Taika Waititi is in development. Get ready for an unforgettable ride. That's we, we pretty that much all we know, though. We, I kind of feel like I've heard something like that, a rumbling That's of that before. That's been around for a while. Yeah. What's now, Patty Jenkins doing? This is going to be fun to share with you. Patty Jenkins will be directing the next Star Wars movie entitled Rogue Squadron. So is it, can you, is it so is it within the world of Rogue One then? Well, they're all within the world, but is it within? No, they can't be. All we all know is that it's Rogue Squadron. That is it. But they all died on Rogue One on the planet. Yep. Can I just say that's like the greatest ending because I fully expected them to do another trilogy about this Rogue thing. Yeah. Looks like they are, but because it died, it finished. With the I don't. I don't think this will have anything yeah. to do with that though, because Rogue Squadron was always. A squadron in the rebellion. It, it was something that was around after the timeline of Rogue One. Okay. So, I do have to say that the Rogue One is probably one of the most perfect Star Wars films. Yeah, I love yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. Holy shit, is it perfect? And, and, and a brilliant think, movie. I think it's so sad that it came out between the trilogies, and I was like, this is what the trilogy should have been. Mm. Like, just a perfect ending. Yeah, and not just that, though, but I feel like if it had come out, like five years before they got into doing the trilogy, if we suddenly got a new Star Wars film with no idea that they were continuing the, the saga and that we yep. just got told that this isn't in the saga yep. and this is the story we got, we'd been blown away and loved it and I loved it a lot. But I think a lot of people were too busy being disappointed that we weren't getting the saga that year. Yeah. I'm going to breeze over the nat- the National Geographic stuff. There, there is some interesting looking stuff. Uh, Ron Howard's got a documentary series... Um, with about Martin Luther King Jr., uh-huh. uh, Secrets of the Whales, narrated by Sigourney Weaver and produced by James Cameron. They've got a series called A Real Bug's Life. I want a Bug's Life sequel. We Sorry. all do. We all do. Can I just say, actually, um, this isn't obviously anything to do with Disney. Well, it kind of is because Disney owns Fox. What the hell did I see on Facebook about this FX series Alien that's being produced? Yeah, that was. Th- I haven't actually touched on that, but yes. But is that something that you made? That's touch on? part of this. Continue yeah. then. You can. We can yeah, we'll Let's get we'll, to that. we'll circle into that because the FX stuff was part of the announcements. Um, Chris Hemsworth's got a National Geographic series. Jesus, they're just getting everyone to do it. Um, Darren Aronofsky and Will Smith have done one together as well. Darren Aronofsky is of what? Why do I know? Uh, Black name? Swan. Noah. 
Oh, he's the uh, director. Yeah. Yeah, mother. so that's why I never No, came. I am of Mother. Is that the same oh, guy? Oh, God, it was, yeah. Well, then absolutely I will yeah, not be watching that. Right. So, Watched up Will Smith and watched up Darren Aronofsky. Oh, Does everyone in this room know why everyone in Newtown hates Darren Aronofsky? Because he's Darren Aronofsky and he's a wanker and everyone in Newtown aspires to be on the same level of wanker as him. Well, wasn't no. there some issue? Wasn't really? he the, there for Dendi? For... No. So his team... Do you remember? Do you know the iconic zoo mural as you're driving from Newtown into Enmore? Oh, I remember this. I don't remember this, but yes, yeah. I remember the mural. So, if you look at it now, it's definitely changed and it's been like manipulated. And Dar- it's because Darren Aronofsky's team didn't get permission, but they, um, what do you call it? Painted over it. They painted over the mural, and they painted a like a graffiti kind of art for Mother the movie. And everyone in Newtown lost their shit because, like, it was like, why? Mm. Who gave you permission to do that? And the council hadn't either. They just thought it was a free wall and they paid the um, guy who owns the restaurant there, like the, the building owner. But the building owner didn't have permission to give that either because it's actually street art and it's kind of heritage listed. So then they had to pay, the, the team of mother had to pay, like, 15, 20 grand or something to get it repainted. And they had to get the original ba- artist back out of retirement. You know what's you know what's a shame? It wasn't even for a good film. Mother is probably one of the worst things I've ever watched at the movies. Yeah, I still haven't watched. That'd it. be in the five worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't care. For yeah, it. Mother was dog shit on horse shit. Yep. smeared with your face. Yep, like you imagine your face in that shit. Yep. I'd rather that than. Mother. But yeah, so that's budgeted into the mother's <coughs> thing though. Into Mother's yep. um, budget. Yep. The fact that they had to repaint. Well, I'd like to think that my ticket price went towards that mural, not towards Mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna flick back to the FX panel, and then we're gonna dive mm-hmm. back into the Disney Plus stuff. Um, so where are we? There's Hulu and FX announcements. Hulu has announced a new series, Only Murders in the Building which will star Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. I love Steve Martin, Martin Short. I've seen them live. and What I'm the hell is Selena Gomez going to do in this thing? Just stand there and look pretty, basically, and <laughs> we'll get see. in the millennial view- viewers. Um, there's a new drama series called Dope Sick with Michael Keaton, Peter Sarsgaard, and Rosario Dawson. Awesome. Uh, Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy will be starring in a thrilling new series called Nine Perfect Strangers. Then we move on to some of the FX stuff. We already knew that Ryan Murphy was bringing out an anthology series spin-off of American Horror Story called American Horror Stories. Um, the Handmaid's Tale has been renewed for a fourth season. Excellent. FX has brought out an, or is bringing out a new series, Reservation Dogs, a comedy series about four Native American teenagers growing up on a reservation in eastern Oklahoma. Always. From co-creators Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi. Lovely. Always Sunny's been renewed for four more seasons. Always Sunny has been renewed for four more seasons. Uh, and and Rob McElherney, I can't remember how to say his last name. Um, he pronou- he um, funnily said on... On Twitter, that um, on Facebook, that uh, the series was always pitched FX as a 36 series um, program, so it's nice that they're now going to be able to get at least halfway through that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, How many seasons did they have? No, he said they're moving. This will take joking, them to 18, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, he jokingly yeah. pitched that it would be a, that always sunny was pitched as a 36 series show. Jesus. And now it wasn't obviously yeah, it's a joke, but like now they're going to get at least this halfway through. But that. that's still a lot of seasons. Well, like this already seasons. well that already puts them as the longest running sitcom in history. 
Which is excellent because it is all live action. I still never watched Always Sunny. It's brilliant. Uh, just the fact that they're all such hateful people that you cannot stand. They're all brilliant. So Philip and Jesse insisted on me starting it and I did. And mm-hmm. oh my God. It's like it's well just, worth it. It's hilarious because they're all just shit people that you hate. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Much like Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, they, and they even reference Seinfeld. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. seen the, um, the clip they did. Now, the last of the FX stuff is, of course, Alien. Currently in development, the first TV series based on the classic film series is helmed by Fargo and Legion's Noah Hawley. Expect a scary thrill ride set not too far in the future here on Earth. So set on Earth. So I don't know. Like, what does that mean if it's here on Earth? I would assume that this is maybe the early development of the Wayland yutani Corporation, which, if that's the case, I would be championing to mm. see Guy Pearce return yeah. to play Peter Wayland. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I, um, I do have some reservations, though, because the last two films at least have been utter tripe. For Covenant to undo all of the work of, of Prometheus, which I thought wasn't a very good film in itself anyway, but then to undo that and make it look like a great film and therefore undo it at the same time, that's impressive. There's a reason Covenant is the only alien movie I don't actually own. It's dog it's, shit. Yeah, I, I I've watched it twice, and it is to me it the, didn't improve on the it's second the viewing. Definition: both of those films, Prometheus and Covenant, are the definition of what's wrong with Hollywood, which yep. is the movies hinge on people being stupid. Yeah, Avengers: Infinity War did it, um, and now we're seeing in all films that the the story can only pivot when someone does something completely out of character and very stupidly, mm. and that's so frustrating. What happened to Infinity Wars? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, when suddenly he went completely out of character and decided to go after, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Thanos. Thanos, just before they were about to yeah, kill him. Yeah, that moment. They were about to kill him, and he was like, oh, that's I'm going to get really angry at just one second here when I know I could just kill him. That's poor storytelling, yeah. that moment. And that's what annoys the fuck out of me, especially for big movies like that and for Alien to, to have that. In mm. two separate films, back to back. Jesus Christ, how lazy. Continue. I've never watched any of the Alien uh, The Last of Us Part 2 does the exact same thing as well. Um, out of character, bad, stupid story yep. writing, because yep. they just make people be dumb shits. Continue. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm still trying not to die. <laughs> Promise it's not COVID. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers <laughs> continues the legacy of hockey's finest fouls. The series picks up where the films left off. Emilio Estevez returns as Gordon Bombay and Lauren Graham is joining the flock. That yeah, so makes I've read, me I've, stupidly excited. No, see, I, this has been, that's been around for a while. That I've has, read the, yep. I read the synopsis for it and I'm yep. not looking forward to it. I will, just out of my lifelong love for the Ducks, I, I will love. reserve my judgment until I see it. Wait, what? I'm trying to remember why the ducks were kids, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Why is there a why? Why did they become an adult team, the ducks? The because the actors, love. the actors grew up faster than the characters in the films. What do you mean? Why is there a real team? No, no, I know why there's a real team because Disney kind of for a little while there was invested in them or helped create them. Disney, but, yeah. Well, but but what what's the story of the the ducks are? So in the first movie, they're all about Kids. 11 or 12 years old. And then in the second movie, they're about 15. And the third movie, they're 16, 17, going into their final years of school. So why is there a full-blown um, um, NHL team? So back in the early 90s, Disney wanted to invest in the NHL. 
and as such, they put a stupid amount of money forward to get a team put into the NHL, which was the Anaheim team. They were, yeah, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, and they did it at the same time as they were making the movie. And it was a it was a marketing ploy, but at the same yeah. time, the, the Ducks are still around. Yeah, but, but they're, they're no longer, longer owned by Disney, and they're no longer called the Mighty Ducks. They're just called no. the, the Ducks. They're now just the Anaheim Ducks, and they're no longer owned by Disney. They're no, they're no longer owned, owned by Disney, Disney, but like low key fans still call them the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, and I still have jerseys from back then because they, they do still manufacture the old jerseys. Right. Yeah, do you remember the um the cartoon series with like the no. Yep, with um, Jim Belushi voicing their manager. Yeah, so but the the cartoon series had like a duck kind of face with the hockey mask on yeah, it. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, that the Wild Wings mask. Yeah, the Wild Wings mask. So they the actual Ducks team had that as their logo for a while. And Wild Wing was the mascot for the team as well. Yeah, which was a character from the cartoon is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right. It all so works. like it was it was just a giant marketing play. Yeah, I see. Which is why some people didn't go for them, but now that they're not so Disney. synonymous with Disney, it, yeah, people back them again. Look, again, not even mad. Still not the greatest team, but... All right. I could talk about the Ducks for an hour or two easily. I like hockey. <laughs> Same. Easily. All right. Inspired by the classic film Turner and Hooch is a buddy comedy starring Josh Peck and his partner, a sweet and slobbery mastiff. So we're yes, getting a I remake of Turner that. and Hooch. I'm not sure. Someone else is in that as well. And I can't remember. I, I remember reading an announcement of someone else being that. Hey, I Drew. Think J- Brandon J. McLaren is in it. Speaking of Tom Hanks, then, if we're thinking of Turner and Hooch, someone that we work with, Drew, who um, we often giggle about being kind of like just ridiculous, mm-hmm. looks a little bit like Tom Hanks in Castaway, just a bit choppy. <laughs> Do you see it? Yep. You see it in, I see it in the eyes. I'd like to ask him to call out Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Wilson. Continue. <laughs> Another mystery is unfolding. Join Tony Hale and Kristen Shaw in The Mysterious Benedict Society, based on the international best-selling book series coming to Disney+. Plus. I don't know what that book series is for a little change. Nope. I don't know either, but I like both actors. I can't remember who of them are. The Kardashian Jenners will create no. new global content under a multi-year no, stop, deal. Stop, stop, move on. Okay. <laughs> I think we should employ okay. Kate, Tim and Marty slash Kate, Tim and Joel rule. You cannot mention that family. Done deal. Okay. Now, here's some stuff that excites me. Uh, updates from Disney Studios Films. Coming exclusively to Disney Plus is Hocus Pocus 2, the spooky sequel to the 1993 Halloween classic Adam Shankman is set to direct. That is one of two Disney sequels that he is directing. He has signed on to do two different big films. I'm actually really looking forward to that because Hocus Pocus was one of my favorite things. But what I want them to do is like Hocus Pocus has that traditional Disney thing, like the old school Disney thing where it actually has a lot of adult content. Yeah. So, so having watched the Santa Claus last night, holy shit! I, you know, every single time I watch that, I get more and more of the adult jokes. Like, I mean, I always kind of have, but you just kind of pay attention, and there's more than what you thought there were on the, the like top level. Thanks, like, but I'm seeing someone in rapping. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> that one. That's pretty. <laughs> and then I just, I just heard today, like, um, the the scene when she's walking out. He's they're at Denny's because he burnt the yep. obviously burnt the um, yep. the turkey. And uh, he turned around and he's like, well, at least we know we have, at least we know they have hot apple pie. We did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the first time I heard him, her say, 
um, we did. I thought she said we do, but the fact is, no, it's even worse because they don't. We did. Like, fuck it. Burn a turkey? <laughs> Burnt ham. <laughs> oh, that movie is such an absolute classic. That's holy shit! That is the, one of the perfect, most perfect movies ever. Much like you, that's our family's Christmas movie. Mm. Oh, um, so uh, dark too. That the parents getting a divorce and everything. And I know, like, I know. Christ. And and the the poor kid having to like <laughs> yeah, go with it. I You're think wrong. it's it dark when when they go to the the courts and yeah. and he finds out that he's not going to. Yeah, he's lost see his son. Like, Jesus Christ! Because they they're essentially thinking that he's feeding his son the this, this fantasy delusion. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, it's really up. dark, but it's brilliant. Don't ever change it. But no, but that's my point. Like Hocus Pocus is really dark too. The, the mm. reason oh, yeah. why he's being hunted is because he's a virgin. Yeah, I can't remember Hocus Pocus. I can't remember what if I've seen it. Or not. I think we I have, sh- we I should sit and watch it. I watched it because it really they had the anniversary special on while mm. we were in New York, mm. um, and it was after you and me had split up, and I was at the hotel room by myself, and I was kind of like half getting ready to go out, but then they, I found out that they had the thirty. It was live too. It was like the thirty and or twenty. How many years? I don't know how, but 20. the anniversary special, and they had all the cast and crew come back and they were doing all the performances and it was so brilliant. And I got, I just, I don't know. I loved it. Yeah. Look, Hocus Pocus is brilliant. So the fact that we're getting another oh, one. And then the next day I went to Salem. Oh. So then I was actually there and nice. I didn't even realize until I got there because it was during Halloween and I was like, this is ah, brilliant. I'd love to go to Salem and it's Halloween. It's a lot of fun. That'd be fantastic. Um, okay. Next one. Get ready for a modern take on the hilarious eighties comedy, three men and a baby. Starring Zac Efron. Oh wow! I'm I'm very happy with this as a as a concept. I could see him totally pulling that off. He's carving a really good comedy career. I agree. I think I, he's carving a really it. good career. I think he's I done think a lot of good things since. I need to see that Ted Bundy movie that he did. Oh my god, it's so, so good. fucked up. <laughs> I gotta watch that. He does it really well, but he's so fucked up. That's the scary part. Um, all right, next up, Cheaper by the Dozen, a reimagining of the hit comedy from blackish producer Kenya Barris, will debut on Disney Plus in 2022. The story centers on a blended family of 12 navigating a hectic home life and their family business. Gabrielle Union is set to star. Yeah. Ooh, okay, here's what I'm really excited for, like stupidly excited for. Mm-hmm. Chip and Dale are back in a hybrid live-action animated feature directed by Akiva Schaefer and starring John Mulaney and Andy Samberg as Chip and Dale, respectively. Who are Chip and oh, Dale? Oh, I won't be watching that because it's got Andy, Andy Samberg in it. Fuck yeah, I don't have to watch that. Excellent. Who, who are Chip and Dale? The, the little chipmunks. Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Oh, I never watched Rescue Rangers. But, I wasn't that kind of kid. But <laughs> the Lonely Island are making a Chip and Dale movie. Okay. That's just amazing. Oh, it's Lonely Island. I can give that even an even wider berth. We will convert you one <laughs> day. You will never convert me to that stuff because I just oh. don't find I don't find unfunny things funny. Moving right along, uh, Disney gave a full introduction to the cast of The Little Mermaid, which seems interesting enough. Jacob Tremblay for Flounder, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Is that the little kid from the room? Yeah. Okay. Um, no room. What's her name? Hallie Hallie Bailey as Ariel, 
David Diggs as Sebastian. I Javi- like David Diggs. Javier Bardem as King Triton. I love Javier Bardem. And I think this could be my favourite bit of casting for it. Aquafina is Scuttle. Yeah, she's going to be good. <laughs> Why would Javier Bardem and his daughters... Okay. It can happen. It can happen. Yeah, I find it All right. The live-action film franchise Diary of a Wimpy Kid comes to Disney Plus as an all-new animated film. Oh, really? Could no, be interesting, but so. we'll see. Ah, now, we know that Guillermo del Toro is working on his own version of this for Netflix, but Disney, in their infinite quest to remake all their animated features has signed Robert Zemeckis to direct a live-action retelling of Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So there's your Castaway reunion. Yeah, definitely. I could absolutely see Tom Hanks' Geppetto. I could see that. I like that idea. The original songs, so all the original songs. Hey, Drew, we're going to yeah. have to fast forward this. We are. Because I saw how much announcements there are and we're very behind. Okay, moving right along. Peter Pan and Wendy, live action from director David Lowry Jeez. with Jude Law starring as Captain Hook. It's been enough the, Peter Pan. The yeah. other Adam Shankman directed Disney sequel, Disenchanted, with Amy Adams set to return as Giselle. Um... Sister Act 3 is in development. I'm very Whoopi, much looking forward to that. Whoopi returns to star and produce with Tyler Perry producing with her. Uh, time for some updates from Disney Animation. There's just some stuff for Raya and the Last Dragon. We have four new original animated series coming to Disney+. Plus. We've got Baymax, Zootopia+, Plus, Tiana, and Moana. Mm, only looking forward to one of those. Zootopia, right? No. Not Tiana. Moana. Moana. I like Moana. I'm looking forward to Zootopia because I just want more Zootopia. I don't care so much about the Big Hero 6 one. I think the movie was fine as it was. Mm. Um, in a first-of-its-kind collaboration, Disney Animation and Pan-African Entertainment Company Kugali will team up to create an all-new science fiction series called Iwaju. I've probably pronounced okay. that horribly, but <laughs> don't I don't care. care. All right, let's get to the, let's get to the Marvel stuff. You really want to get to the Marvel? You don't want to get to the Pixar stuff? Oh, wait, stuff? no, we've got to do that one Pixar thing. We've got to do one Pixar announcement for Philip. Um, oh, God, okay, no, can I, I don't just wanna, say it? I don't want to read that one. They, so they, they, they're going to do a young Buzz Lightyear series. Is it a series movie. or a movie? Movie with Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. Nah. And it's, oh! called, it's called Lightyear. I don't it's like called Lightyear. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. I have a feeling it has to do more with the cartoon series. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, but if All you're right. doing a live action movie, that doesn't make sense. Oh, no, sorry, it's not, not live sorry, action. Sorry, sorry, not live action. If you're doing a movie, that doesn't make sense because the movie and the cartoon series are completely not related in any way. No, like the cartoon series is a cartoon series within the movie world. Yeah, but if you're going to do a movie then based on the cartoon series in the same setting of the world of the movie because it's a movie, not a TV show, then it doesn't make sense. I don't like that at all. I just imagine the I toys should... are sitting around watching the TV and within the world That's how they used to frame it. the TV yeah. series. Yeah. I reckon they should comprehensively just shut down everything to do with Toy Story or its universe because fuck me. They haven't stopped butchering it. I Leave wish... it alone and let it fucking die. I understand Jesus what you're saying, Christ. but they won't because it's one of the biggest franchises. In yeah, the I know. It'll never yeah, I know. And they are killing it. They are basically going, do you reckon one blade in the heart would kill it? No, just try another one. Just another one. Just fit another one. You'll be fine. Just try, put another blade in. 
Let's see if it's okay. Oh, no, it's deceit. When There's a tender open space. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like that. butchering it and they need to <laughs> There's stop There's a tender it. open space. Oh, I'm going to use that again. They are butchering it and they're killing it. <laughs> they need to stop. Why would you think that that would be good news for me? I don't think anything can I be I thought you might good. like it. Okay, no. props to the Disney Twitter um, channel for the next post. It was inevitable. Updates from Marvel Studios have arrived. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I, I found that really funny when I read that. Okay, uh, we got a new trailer for WandaVision, which just got me ridiculously excited. I if I wasn't already, I will not watch the trailer. But no, 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 don't. I'm sure just, it's just, great. yeah, I'm so excited. So I think um, they're doing House of M, which is one of my favorite storylines. Yeah, House of M is like where Wanda gets really depressed and then she re- redoes the entire universe, which basically reboots it and sets them up for, like... That makes a lot of sense. The uh, Partly to do with the next announcement. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness debuts March 25, 2022, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, yep. Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, Chiwetel Ejiofer, and... Zochitel Gomez as America Chavez. Um, Also, Thing's Gonna Be In It, Tom Holland. Directed by Sam Raimi, the film ties to WandaVision and the next Spider-Man film. I'm kind of terrified, though, because Doctor Strange is probably the most boring um, Marvel film out there, besides um, Black Panther. It's just Iron Man with magic. But worse and less interesting and more of an ass that no one likes. Yeah, but I'm kind of tickled at the idea of Sam Raimi directing another Marvel movie and this time doing it in the Disney Marvel rather than the Sony Marvel. Also, Sam Raimi's a horror director and this gets this is this allows him to play film. into horror. No, no, this is actually yeah. supposed to be a horror film, which I completely understand if they're going to do because so WandaVision comes out first, doesn't it? Yeah, January 15, we're a month away. Yeah, so um just like in Would general Would it be in cinema though? No, no, WandaVision's a, a TV, TV series. That's oh, a TV series. Okay. Yeah. So, because Vision's alive in it, firstly, and Vision's actually mm. dead. Yeah. Um, Is Vision Jarvis? Yeah. Jarvis, yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't make sense. Continue. It does. Uh, it does. In it, the does. Co- it does. It anyway, does. Uh. And then I think, because what happens in the comics is that Vision dies in the comics as well. And then she, out of her grief, she creates this whole other universe. And in it, all of the X-Men lose their powers and um, she ends up having two kids out of it, which makes sense because I think they've also written and announced Ironheart. Yes, they have. Which is the future of Young Justice. Not Young Justice. That's (laughs) that's DC. Um, The new Avengers. The young, the, the something Avengers. Yep. The young Avengers. Yep. All right. Moving. And they've announced Miss Marvel too. And Miss Marvel. Yep. Ironheart and uh, Wanda's kids that she fabricates out of the universe. Yep. They're all a part of the future Avengers. Yep. Moving swiftly forward, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has a release date of March 19, and we got a trailer for it. Uh, Black Widow has been given another release date, May 7th, 2021. Seriously? Now it's this one out on my birthday, like you originally planned. This one got me really excited. We got a release month, not an exact date, but a release month, and the first trailer for Loki. Oh yeah, May twenty twenty one, and the thing that got me really excited in that trailer was seeing Owen Wilson in it. But he's dead. Loki's dead. No. 
Loki never dies. No. He got strangled to death no. and died, and his eyes started bleeding and basically popped out of his face. Like, who, what's our face? Uh, what's our friend from... Um, Pedro. Pedro? Pedro no, Pascal? But, but, but do you recall in Avengers Endgame when the Tesseract got knocked out of the briefcase and Loki bent down oh, and grabbed yeah, it and the, disappeared? The, yeah. the, the, the time travel. Yep, that is literally where the series will pick up from. Uh, next one, they put up the first trailer for Marvel. Wait, wait, hang on. That means that he's going to live through the, the, the finger click then. If yep. he's time traveled somewhere else. This is where we're starting to delve into a multiverse. That's where the multiverse begins. Yep. I'm assuming. Yep. Because it's starting to branch because out. We know that, um, we know that they can't actually go back and return that Tesseract because it got taken through something else. Yep. Okay. They fucked up the timeline there, basically. Yeah, literally. And created another universe. Yeah. Okay, continue. Next up, Marvel Studios animated series What If, which debuted its first trailer and looks as good as we expected it to be. It's yeah. the basic concept of what if this They've happened or comics. what if that happened. It, it was a comic series. Mm. Yeah. Um, production has just wrapped for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That was shooting here in Sydney. It will be released July 9th, 2021. Our friend Louise, um, works at the physiotherapy that was, uh, looking after the main character and I can't remember his name. My cousin and my, and guest of the show, Andrew, worked, worked on the film set of, uh, the... The Asian Marvel film. That, that's that that's one. It. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up. What was it called again? Shang-Chi. Shang that's right. Shang-Chi. And The Legend of the Ten Rings. All right. Next up. Ms. Marvel, a newer character to Marvel Comics, has grabbed the world's imagination and we are excited to announce Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan. Ms. Marvel, an original series from Marvel Studios, is coming late 2021. So do you want to know something really funny about that? Go for it. The actress on her blog who's playing Miss Marvel, Yep. absolutely trashed Captain Marvel years ago. That's ironic because the next announcement is Brie Larson returns as Carol Danvers in Captain Marvel 2, directed by Nia DaCosta. Joining the cast are recently announced Ms. Marvel, Iman Vellani, <laughs> and Monica Rambo, played by WandaVision's Tayona Paris. Yeah, she's going to play the little girl from yep. the 90s, yeah. Yep. Captain oh. Marvel 2 flies into theaters November 11, 2022. I think that Captain Marvel's appearance in Endgame is probably one of the, the kind of the best. I think that's probably the best on screen moment of Captain Marvel at all. Meet a new group of heroes in Eternals, an epic story spanning thousands of years. We already knew about the Eternals. Yeah, no, no, but no, no, there no, is no release date. You, you just called it the. The Eternals. It's now just Eternals. I mean, Eternals. Oh, they've changed the name. Yeah, that was a big yeah. announcement. Didn't you see the massive announcement they did, this huge press conference about changing the name from The Eternals to Eternals? No. Yeah, that happened. Good grief. Uh, original Avenger Jeremy Renner returns to star as Hawkeye, teaming up with well-known Archer from Marvel Comics, Kate Bishop, played by the amazing Haley Steinfeld. Why do they keep um, making stories about people that are dead? Jeremy Renner's not dead, you know. Hawkeye's not dead. Additional, died. additional yeah, cast right. include Vera Farmiga, Fra Free, and newcomer Alakwa Cox as Maya Lopez, with episodes directed by Reese Thomas and directing duo Bert and Bertie. I think we haven't enough time to announce like three more. <laughs> I'm going to move really quickly. She Hulk arrives to the MCU. 
Tatiana Maslany will portray Jennifer Walters' She-Hulk, and Tim Roth returns as the Abomination, and Hulk himself, Mark Ruffalo, will appear in the series. Why hasn't Mark Ruffalo had his own movie yet? Who knows? Moon Knight is coming. We already knew about that. Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury, and Ben Mendelsohn from Captain Marvel returns as the Skrull Talos in Marvel Studios' original series, Secret Invasion. They should just do a film called Fury, all about Nick Fury. Dominique Thorne is genius inventor <laughs> Riri Williams in Ironheart, an original series. Yep, we know about that. Don Cheadle returns as James Rhodes, aka War Machine, in Armor Wars, that an I'm original series to. coming to Disney Plus. A classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true. What happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands? Okay, we're getting there. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. James Gunn is back to write and direct. The original special is coming to Disney Plus in 2022. We're also getting a Groot original series called I Am Groot. It's a mini. mini. A mini series. Academy Award winning actor Christian Bale will join the cast of Thor Love and Thunder as the villain Gore the God Butcher. Oh, we, we did know that Bale was playing the villain. He's already touched down in Sydney to begin filming. Uh, coming from Marvel Studios, Blade, a new feature film starring Mahashala Ali in the title role. Oh, they're bringing him. Oh, no. Yeah, they're doing Blade yep. back. Cool. Yep. Peyton Reed is back to direct the third Ant-Man film, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer all return. Catherine Newton joins the cast as Cassie Lang and Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. Black Panther 2 is going ahead and opening July 8th, 2022, being written and directed by Ryan Coogler. Honouring Chadwick Boseman's legacy and portrayal of T'Challa, Marvel Studios will not recast the character, but will explore the world of Wakanda and the rich characters introduced in the first film. Now, here we go. One of the biggest little bits of information. Spider-Man Far From Home and Spider-Man Homecoming director John Watts will direct the new feature film for Marvel's first family, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Really? Is it yep. They're having another attempt at that, are they? I hope yep. that this time, because it's going to be in the MCU and Sony has nothing to do with it. Yep. It will be good. Now, that's everything off the Disney feed. The only oh. other tidbit of information is that we have information regarding Spider-Man 3 that has been trickling out all week. So we already knew that the base cast of the first two films was returning. We also knew that Doctor Strange would be making an appearance. We have also been informed that Jamie Foxx is returning to play Electro again. And he was from Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Yes, he was. Just that, we're getting... Andrew Garfield. And we're getting... Alfred Molina. And we're getting Chris Kirsten Dunst. We're getting Kirsten Dunst. Wait, that means that means that it's gotta be confirmed. if Kirsten Dunst and, and, and fucking Doc Ox there. Yep. Toby Maguire is in negotiations. And yes. pending a pregnancy, Emma Stone is due to return as Gwen Stacy. That one oh, I don't get because oh. she's dead. Multiverse. I hope we get Spider Gwen. Because then Spider-Gwen can meet up with the Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker that we know. Oh, yay! How perfect would that be? Wait, uh, Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker we know. Oh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Parker, yeah, Peter yeah, Parker. Yeah, 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 of course. Sorry. Not that would just be nothing. magnificent. And as of this morning, another little bit of information came out that it would appear Spider-Man happens to need a lawyer now that his identity is oh, yes! everywhere. This is my favorite piece of information ever. Charlie Cox is back as no. Daniel. <laughs> yes! <laughs> He's gonna be he's gonna be Tom Holland's he's gonna be Tom Holland's Spider Man's lawyer. And I'm so happy. Uh, now the only funny. thing more exciting than that concept, because there is one thing more exciting than that, is that should 
they keep Tom Holland going for a few more Spider-Man films, we may in fact get to see Spider-Man take on the Kingpin. And oh, I yeah. really, really want to see the Netflix Kingpin up against Tom Holland. So, no, no, he's actually keen to come back. Vince, is it Vincent? Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio? Yeah, he's keen to come back yeah. for it. So, like, that oh would be God. excellent. But, yeah, Charlie Cox. This is... Oh. <laughs> and on that note, our sick end of the week is... Disney. Okay. Disney's sure. Twitter page. Let's... <laughs> Yeah, for, for trickling all the announcements we've got out. We've got so many feelings about Disney. Let's give it to their Twitter feed for giving us all this wonderful information. Congratulations, Disney's Twitter feed, for being our second of the week. And for, for making week. the inevitable pun. <laughs> and the inevitable pun. Inevitable pun. We didn't have a what the quote last week. Do we have a what the quote this week? No, it's okay. That's the quote. There you go. Um, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> uh, I don't know what we specifically call it from, but anyway, that, that's yeah, what we do. Yeah, I don't know. Team, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, we hope, audience out there, you enjoyed listening to all the announcements of Disney. If you didn't, that's fine. Um, regular services will, will resume next week with co- incoherent ramblings and tangents. Um, it's what we do. That is the, the steering team. That is Kent and the steering team. That is us, Bianca. Thank you. Thank you very much, Philip. Drew, thank you. Thank you, Philip. Thank you, Bianca. Yep. Yep.